0: Boop, 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 boop. Reporting live from the real talk, the season finale. Dun, 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 dun. The one, the only, Casey Counselor. Hello.
1: Hey, Jamel. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't let this party out of the box sooner.
0: Well, it's the season finale. It is. It's a double recording day. Mm-hmm. So here we are at the end of Season four? The end of season four. At the end of season four. So many episodes, so many guests. Boom, boom, (laughs) boom, (laughs) boom. Jamil's on his
1: at least second very large coffee.
0: Yes. You should know. This is very true. I'm highly caffeinated and highly excited to talk about season four.
1: So funny I didn't know this part of you was here five minutes ago. Um okay, so you also have some of that um end of the semester mania that, that people have, you know, finals week, you know, it's full of highs and lows and you know
0: Well more you than me, so
1: I guess so, but you you're tapping in.
0: Yes, yes. We mm-hmm. we are all tapping in to tap out.
1: Yeah. We are, you know, we're on the verge of the summer here in Connecticut. It's been a cold rainy spring.
0: But it feels like winter.
1: It feels a little bit wintry. Yeah, but, you know, the flowers are blooming. We're in the, we're in the windowless recording studio in the basement of a, of a building right now, so it doesn't frankly matter if it's what time of day or what time of year it is.
0: This is very true. It's this always right true. now
1: on The Real Talk.
0: Yes. So season four, I think, is some of our best work.
1: If you do say so.
0: Yeah, we're getting better. We're getting better at this. Um, lots of guests, lots of topics, lots of diversity.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about how, you know, and reflecting before we recorded this finale today about how this whole podcast we've recorded in the pandemic and how, I mean, I still always get nervous before we record episodes, Mm -hmm. especially with guests. If it's just me and you, less so. Um, but really how practice makes such a difference. You know, we've gotten it's felt easier, um, and more natural to have these conversations with people and to be able to do it well. Um, and for me, I mean, I'm a nervous person anyway, so I just noticed today how it's not as, um, viscerally stressful for me. It used to be, I used to really freak out in the beginning of when we started recording. Yes,
0: That has calmed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's a lesson out there. Um, because I would also compare our podcast to other people who have been doing podcasts and doing this kind of work for a long time and then think, oh, how come we're not doing that? But that's not fair.
0: I think for me, I have been able to not be so uptight. I think in earlier seasons, I was really cautious about terminology, language, language sound trying to sound extremely educated and Mm -hmm. like well-informed
1: and now you're doing like air horns
0: now i'm doing air horns listen yeah (laughs) we're just here having you know informed conversations with informed people casually Mm -hmm. so i'm riding that wave
1: yeah it's i do remember when we first started the podcast when we would hit record you would really code switch
0: yes the code switching was heavy heavy heavy
1: So anyway, yeah, that's nice to see um, major progression over the last three seasons for both of us, I think. Yes. We're both more relaxed in different ways.
0: Yes. I'm always thinking about, like, oh, I wonder who's listening. Mm. I find that to be the most stressful part when I think about who might be listening.
1: Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I I get stressed out, too, about, you know, one thing that's been cool about this season, um, and really thanks to Justin Stewart um, and Antia Allen, um, who are the co-editors and authors of "We're Not Okay: Black Experiences in Higher Education"? Um, I don't think I'm getting the second part of that title.
0: I feel like you are,
1: but we're not okay. Great episode if you haven't listened to it. But they approached us and they they were like, "Hey, we have this book coming out. You know, we've seen the podcast. Uh, are you interested in having a conversation?" And we said, "Absolutely." And then, so we became the first stop on their book tour. And then we thought, you know what? Ooh. There are a lot of scholars with some really amazing books coming out. Let's let's reach out and see if folks want to come on and talk about their new book. So we're not doing that every episode. We didn't do that every episode, obviously, this season. But Jamila, it was like you were in a a low key graduate seminar (laughs) with me (laughs) and our guests. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: A lot more reading this semester. Yeah, you've done your reading. A lot more reading. Did Mm -hmm. not see that coming.
1: We, yeah, we couldn't have seen that coming. And it's nice to talk with people who have that fresh, you know, like their, their work is fresh on their minds. And to be able to share really exciting new scholarship with people. I know you're looking at me. You're giving me a look. But this is my, I am an academic.
0: Yes, Dr. Counselor is an academic.
1: But this is a way, the podcast is a way to get the, the, this amazing work out to the people.
0: It is. It's a beautiful way of, you know, introducing a book to our audience, mm-hmm. hearing a little bit from the author. I love hearing from an author, describe Gosh, their book, the inspiration behind their book, talking a little bit about what to expect. Mm-hmm. So I think that is really magical and really adds to the layers of conversations we're having.
1: hmm. It does, it's really cool um, that we get to have these conversations with so many different people, you know, folks who are authors, but also people who aren't. Um, It's just not, not something that a lot of folks get to do. So I'm hoping that when people are listening, um, that you who are listening, that you are feeling like you're part of the conversation too. Yeah. Hmm. That's sweet. I think you're in class. Yeah. We're in a little miniature class together.
0: A little lecture hall.
1: A little lecture hall.
0: Yeah. I a like seminar,
1: that. A little discussion,
0: a little once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. There's no homework.
1: It's like class, but you, you don't have to do homework.
0: There's no. You could take notes.
1: You could read the book.
0: You could read the book. You should read the book. You should read the books. We also did counseling.
1: We, you know what we, Loki had a had a theme of mental health this season. We did not necessarily on purpose, but it sort of ended up that way um, because so many people, especially college students you know are dealing with some serious mental health challenges these days yes. so it's like we can't avoid talking about that
0: everything from overcoming anxiety mm-hmm. to graduation blues counseling is cool we talked about it
1: mm-hmm. yeah and you know i've been telling you about this um, with what my students are dealing with but a lot of folks It's so interesting in this pandemic, different semesters have felt differently hard as a teacher, but also as a person um, and seeing what students are dealing with too. And in some ways, I kind of think that this is the hardest semester yet in certain ways. You know, like earlier in the pandemic, we had that, the shock and the adrenaline and, you know, it was something we were all dealing with together. And now we're in this place where, you know, attendance, class attendance really dropped out. Um, you know, people are just feeling the weight, but without the adrenaline and without the sort of sense of we're all in something together.
0: Yeah. It's the lack of community. Yeah. I think the pandemic really damaged the way we are able to interact. Mm -hmm. It really hurt some of the places that we would use to gather and create space for each other. And so I think as we're moving further and further out of the pandemic, People are seeing the result of losing their community. Right. And feeling this sense of loneliness, this mm-hmm. feeling of heaviness. And also, I think the pandemic gave people time to reevaluate their priorities. Is my work something that I love? Is it right. something meaningful? Does this contribute to something greater? Yeah. I think a lot of people are juggling that.
1: Right. And I mean, so I was talking with with students this week. It's interesting because there's always, um, you know, when you're ending the semester, like I like to end the class on some kind of celebratory note. I mean, we didn't have a great time all semester. We all had our struggles, you know, but here we are at the end. um, And there is like sort of a a feeling of, of, it's a mixture. It's like relief, like we did it. You know, there's some sort of like high note-ish to end on. And this semester... that really is not like actually there mm. in the same way. It's more like um, the best is like to the the note that feels, because you can't be like all like, yay, toxic positivity celebrating when all your students are like looking at you dead eyes, like mm-hmm. not feeling.
0: Like, is this over? Can <laughs> I go home?
1: Yeah. It's like, ooh So I like the best thing is just to be like, this has been a really hard time and thank you for showing up in the best way that you can in a time that's been so hard. I mean, a lot of these students, so we have folks now who are juniors. They'll be juniors in the fall. They, COVID hit their senior year in high school, so they didn't have graduation. Didn't have prom. They didn't have prom. And all they've known of college, they're about to be juniors, all they've known of college is pandemic school.
0: Mm. I was talking with a student the other day and they were talking about the heaviness of being part of a black organization on campus and feeling the weight of having to bring back programs that we used to do before COVID, yep. bringing back gathering spaces, being expected to make the campus feel alive again. Yeah. And I, I was talking with them, and I was like, well, that's kind of a hard thing to do if people that are going to be juniors haven't experienced events. They've never the done it. That right. we had before COVID. Right. So it's really hard to recreate that sense, that aliveness that colleges had. They've before never experienced. COVID because so many of their students haven't experienced that. Right. And don't know those previous students that led and planned those events. So they're not even really sure what made the campus truly alive.
1: Right. And I know, you know, you know you used to live on campus. Yes. All the time. Um and then now you know you commute you work from home sometimes you and when you're here you're like "Ooh, Ooh, this feels different
0: this feels sad
1: yeah and it's not unique to our campus at all I mean folks I've
0: asked around oh yeah yes let us know if your campus also feels a little sad
1: right and and you know what are some ways that we start to this is something I'm thinking about is you know we'll have a new that's the thing about college I guess that's that's cool is that you always have new people coming in, which Mm -hmm. means you have new ideas, you have new energy. Um, And so people are always moving through. That's also a challenge in terms of leadership yes, because like someone can be a wonderful leader, makes a big difference, and then of course they graduate and move on. So that can be a challenge also to like political organizing and things like that, but um, yeah, we have our hands full. Me too. In terms of that rebuilding.
0: Yeah, we have touched on so many topics. We touched on politics this uh-huh, season, uh-huh. touched on politics, touched on educational bills. We talked about what it's like to be a Latinx entering on the Hill.
1: Yeah, we did talk about politics.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was different. I don't think we have done that on the podcast before, really.
1: Not as directly. I, Mm-mm. You know, it's been hard, uh, you know, behind the scenes. The team has always talked about, like, do we are we like a breaking news kind of podcast? Obviously we're not. We're a weekly podcast. Um, but what are the things that are happening in society that we have to respond to, that we want to respond to? Um, knowing that we're not, we're not trying to be NPR and we're not trying to, to break any news, we're certainly not going to do that. But what's like topical and relevant? Like what's our lane?
0: Mm. Yeah, we're always going back and forth. I think we have gotten there. I think we have gotten to our lane. Mm-hmm. You know, we are talking about conversations that are relevant. We talk about issues that are systemic, that are always happening, that are at the front of people's minds. Mm -hmm. We're talking about cultures, identities, how they intersect with each other, how all these experiences come together and impact higher education, but also the society in which higher education sits in. Mm -hmm. So I think as we do this podcast and we keep adding to our ever-growing list of topics that we touch on, Mm I think it becomes clearer and clearer, um, our identity.
1: Yeah, I love, you know, we've had so many, uh, quite a diverse set of conversations. um, And different, like every guest, we were talking about this just before we hit record. Every guest, of course, is a unique individual and human being. And it's so interesting to talk to so many different smart people in so many different, you know, disciplines and areas. And then just have the conversation that they are interested in many ways in in having. We always bring something to the table. We bring a lot to the table. But every guest truly um, is different, and it's such a privilege to be able to talk to all these these different folks.
0: Yes, yes. I believe we end every episode like, oh, this was our favorite. I know, we do. Everyone is our favorite. (laughs)
1: They're all our favorite. Yes, yes. Um, What about... What about, oops, Joe.
0: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what about what?
1: I don't know. I hadn't finished that thought. Um, mm. Did you have favorite moments? We know all the episodes are your favorite, but did you have any favorite moments?
0: All oh, the episodes are my favorite. Uh, Tony and Drew. Yeah. Friendship and activism. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite episodes. Highly that, we've relatable ever done, t- that we have demeanor. ever done. Yeah. Their story is amazing, their friendship is inspirational, their work they they do and have done is Mm -hmm. accomplished. Um, Made me feel like good things are happening. Mm. You know, it made me feel like good things are happening. When you work in DEI, you often talk about where things go wrong. Right. You often talk about where people are not in their understanding of culture. Mm -hmm. We talk about discrimination. We talk about heaviness, Mm -hmm. things that are heavy. And to have that conversation, it was a heavy topic. It was. But I feel like if you listen to the episode, you can walk away with a sense of hope, Mm -hmm. a sense of there are everyday people that are doing things in their capacity to make their community brighter. And so I left that episode feeling the most hopeful hmm. this season.
1: Hmm.
0: And honestly, any other season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm biased. I love Tony and Drew as, as human beings. Um, but I also appreciated that we were able to talk about a part of their story that is not usually talked about. Like, their friendship is the behind the scenes of the work that they've done together. Like, they couldn't exist without. Um, but usually people are talking about the accomplishments And they're not talking about the relationship that made it all possible. Yeah. So I love that we got to, they give us sort of that behind the scenes, you know?
0: And I think it was extremely transparent, um, extremely transparent for folks that are in this work, doing this work, want to join and Mm -hmm. do their own kind of work. That episode really lets you know that sometimes the work is hard. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the work is emotional. Sometimes, you know, it's angry, it's sad, and you lean on people, and you get it done together. And it's beautiful. Um, so that is one of my favorite moments of this season. Hmm. Th- throwing it back to you, favorite moment this season?
1: I don't know about picking one. I really I love talking to these <laughs> authors about their books. You do. I love it so much. You do. Um, I love it. I, and also because, I mean, I wouldn't love talking to any author about any book. Well, I might, but these particular um, Liz, Windance, Justin, Antia, I mean, just incredible, incredible work. Um, so it feels really like we got to read advanced copies of these books.
0: We're, we feel so important right now. We feel
1: important. We and do. also, like, we have a platform and we can share this work, um, and be a stop on the book tour. I really love that. Um, yeah, I love those, those conversations. I just learned a ton too. I mean, I'm used to like being a teacher in the classroom and that, that made me realize like, Oh, I kind of miss being a student and, and to get to read a book and then just have a, a you know, conversation, the two of us with an author, such a privilege.
0: Yes. And then to share it. Yeah. And then to share it to everybody. It's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. I do have a behind-the-scenes favorite. Oh, okay. So this just happened last week.
0: Boom. What (laughs) happened last week?
1: Okay, so we we recorded the episode with Liz Elsesser Susser um, about her book, In Case of Emergency. Buy it now. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, we uploaded the, the episode, got it on the computer, we packed up our stuff, we're getting ready to leave. You remember what happened? What happened? So this whole episode is about emergency Oh! Oh, yes.
0: Yes. So creepy.
1: Mm -hmm. So So what happened? What happened?
0: So we recorded the episode. You know, Casey's able to talk about tech, which he loves. (laughs) And we're packing up the equipment and stuff. And then out of nowhere, it's like a siren blurring from Casey's book bag. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously out of Casey's book bag. Yeah. My first thought was, ooh. Let me step away.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Very quick moves to the perimeter of the
0: room. And they can't take us both out. You Somebody know, has to come back to the podcast and tell the story.
1: It was, so that's exactly what you said. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess I have to defuse this bomb. I have no idea what it was. Um, we had just done this whole episode about emergencies and alerts, you know? So we're talking about sirens. And then all of a sudden, there's this siren coming out of my backpack that's as loud as a fire alarm
0: so it's like either that or there's a real emergency going on
1: it like it both like it activated our like fight or flight and i was like i'm about to pass out you're you're leaving (laughs) you're like i'm out of
0: here well i didn't leave you i did not for the record i did not leave Casey.
1: you didn't but you
0: i was very close to close to the door you know
1: you never know someone has to tell the story
0: somebody has to tell the story um i'm also the youth so yeah There's that. I pulled that card.
1: That's fine. I've done my time. Yeah. (laughs) It turned out it was the, I use a a microphone when I'm teaching that has a little speaker that I wear. So I must have like hit the button in my backpack. So it was like feedback, microphone feedback, but oh my Lord, so loud. And we really both thought something bad was going to happen.
0: Yeah. And um, you were out. Well, we're still here. So
1: we are still here, but after all, you know, all the, all the episodes, (laughs) It comes right yeah. after the emergency one.
0: Uh, and we talked about black sororities. We did. In the beginning of the season, talking about black sororities, uplifting black sororities. Mm-hmm. Such a educational conversation, talking I'm, about the history, the legacy. Truly. Yeah. I did never realize so many people on college and university campuses did not know enough about Mm-mm. Greek life, black Greek life. Right. understanding fraternities and sororities and how their legacy culturally is so important to the black community mm-hmm. and how people at a lot of PWIs weren't unaware of that culture. Right. And, and how significant, yeah.
1: And thinking about Professor Twine's work, what a significant source of social capital. Mm. And black, um, you know, just mm-hmm. connecting the beginning of the semester to the end.
0: Oh, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. We touched on disabilities this episode. Um that's up this podcast mm-hmm. this season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's you know, one thing the diversity is such a big umbrella. There's a lot of pressure like we got to talk about all the things. Um and of course like if you talk about everything, then you're just doing sort of surface level dives. Mm. You know, so or you're just like naming everything. Um, but I do, you know, the the episode with Sarah and Aura um, did allow us to go in depth um, in terms of, you know, one thing that stands out to me, actually, now that you mention it from that episode was something that Sarah Rizzuto said, which was um, that she's talking about her care workers mm-hmm. and how some of her friends had said, wow, sometimes it seems like you're taking more care of them than they're taking care of you. And her response was. Well, their shift is my life, and I think about that actually quite often, like weekly, um, because the quality of their life is the quality of her life mm. and how those of us who don't have care workers or don't you know experience disability or other forms of vulnerability in that particular way, we don't have that level of interdependence, or we don't realize we have that level of interdependence with people, yeah. Um, that really struck me. That was like, that's just not my experience of living in the world and how different that is and how much we can all learn from that.
0: I think also that episode really allows people to reflect on how we interact with space. Yeah. You know, like how accessible our spaces, our universities, our communities are. How do we use space? How do we take up space? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We talked a lot about, I mean, I know you're trolling me when you're saying that I love to talk about technology, but.
0: You love to talk about technology. You do. And I also. You're signing the alarms.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just, you can't get around it. Um, okay.
0: As we sit in a room full of tech.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. It's a, well, if, I mean, it's like the the civil rights issue of our time. And anyway, don't get me started but we did talk a lot about we we talked with uh scientists
0: scientists we
1: talked with we talked about tech um so stem in a variety of different ways which i love and we have an outsider perspective we that's do. not our field
0: we're not stem people well but we're well, social science you might be
1: not me allegedly
0: mm. maybe so, so they say so they so they say <laughs> uh whoever they are so yeah, it's been a very, I think I always say, accomplishing mm-hmm. season, season five. Looking forward. Oh yeah, let's look forward.
1: Mm-hmm. We have a couple more books.
0: We have a couple more books. Yeah, should we tease topics?
1: Um, if you want to, it's not a binding contract, so it's
0: not a bind. Do not hold us to this.
1: Environmental justice.
0: Mm. We're getting into it
1: yeah we'll we'll get into it.
0: we're gonna get into that
1: sometimes you need to make a promise to make things
0: oh happen yeah, climate change, environmental justice, mm-hmm. water pollution, mm-hmm. air pollution, companies, communities, people doing green things, people doing green things. that sounds great. um
1: I know the couple books I shouldn't mention the books, should I?
0: Mm. what are the books about?
1: okay, one book is about menstruation in our society. Ooh. You're excited for that one? I'm
0: very, very I haven't read excited. the book
1: yet. I'm, I'm excited. It, it, I think it'll have us think differently about ways that our society ignores women or isn't structured Yes. for people who menstruate, women or not. Um,
0: and it's such a large population. Yes, so you anyway, would think.
1: I think that'll be sort of a mind-blowing episode. Um, we're also going to talk about this. This one is tech-related too, um, about the digital border and the way that digital technologies and surveillance um, are related to immigration. Mm. We're going to talk about that.
0: Yeah, we're talking about that.
1: Yeah, I'd also. We'll see. We, you know, we're we're organizing for for next season. If you have ideas for guests, if you have ideas for topics, reach out. We want to hear them. Um, I'd love to have some more um, folks on who are artists or healers, um, people doing um, creative sort of work. Because one thing I think we could all use is, um, you know, some joy.
0: Yes. Yes. And we're going to have our first international guest. We are. Season five. Season five. Every
1: season a little bigger than the last. A
0: little bigger than the last. I am always really impressed and proud of the diversity within our guests, mm-hmm. of race, gender, sexuality, um, education, background, profession, age.
1: Right, and especially people who don't who don't have a platform typically.
0: Yeah, I've been really impressed how much we have been to show up in that aspect, mm. and sometimes unintentionally. Right. Right. Yes, it's really easy to have folks on from diverse backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just throwing it out there. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's great to talk to people. S- some people we've talked to, we, we have relationships with and we know. Most of them we didn't this before. This is true. Yes. And I've just been, I'm so grateful to all of our guests for their willingness to just be open. and.
0: Yes, and to and be vulnerable. And absolutely. And uh, share their expertise with us and all of you. Mm-hmm. Dreams and hopes for season five. Dreams and
1: hopes. I mean, I'm just all about expanding and and reaching more folks in terms of listeners um, and hearing, you know, hearing more from our our audience. Mm. So if you're listening um, and you've we know that that uh, there are some folks who have used our podcast episodes in in trainings to start discussions. So if you're if you're using the podcast in your world, we love to hear about it. Yeah. If you have requests, anything you want to hear questions questions
0: concerns
1: concerns Mm.
0: yes advice
1: we'd we'd love to hear oh advice unsolicited opinions unsolicited opinions people loved that episode actually it's one of our highest uh listened to episodes
0: we still have saved opinions by the way oh we do we do
1: so well yeah there'll be some uh, there's always unsolicited opinions over here
0: i might ask you a couple in this episode who knows (laughs) i might i might get to it oh boy yeah I would say for mine for season five, oh, we're talking more about LGBT. Hmm. We are. We're talking more. We're getting deeper into issues. We're talking about history. We're having queer guests on. We are. Uh, that has been one of my favorite things about mm-hmm. this podcast is learning more about the community, mm-hmm. interacting more, hearing more about issues. That's been one of the favorite things for me.
1: I better be taking notes right now. We're making some promises. We're making.
0: Oh, we're making promises. Mm-hmm. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Yep. And Casey will hold us. A.K.A. Mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Remember you said, Jamil, at the end of season four. Oh, this is going to come up later. Okay. You got that down?
1: Got that down.
0: Uh, so, yeah, I I think so. I think so.
1: All right. Well, I'll see you. Way before season five. But in the meantime, this has been great.
0: Yes, when we get back from season five, be a whole new world.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Someone should cut the mic.
0: Someone please cut the mic. Yes.
1: All right. Well, Jamil, my friend.
0: Yes. Revisit the episodes. If you missed one in the past, listen to the the previous ones. If you're just now joining us during season four, there's a season three. There's a season two. Go back, listen to old episodes. Order these folks' books. Support their books. Reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook.
1: And we'll see you in the fall.